Welcome to Ad Tension, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. My name is Ray Shillins. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. You can find out more at aaf10.org. On January 4th, we had another 10 questions with District 10. This time it was focused on the American Advertising Awards. It was called the American Advertising Awards 101. District 10's AAA Chair Sophie Rogers delivered an American Advertising Awards tutorial for those who need guidance or just need a refresher on the process of participating in this amazing event, the American Advertising Awards. It's a great time for some Q&A, and we had a lot of that, and some great uh, instruction as well from Sophie being our D10 share for the American Advertising Awards. So this is a recap of that program that we put out there on the 4th of January. And keep in mind, if you have any questions beyond listening to today's podcast, I want you to remember, reach out to Sophie with your specific questions. Very important that you get the, the right answers and she has them for you. So let's take a listen uh, to, this, uh, to this session. It's coming up now. So as I've kind of already mentioned, this meeting is just a generic American Advertising 101. So this is a overview of the American Advertising Awards. If you've never done the American Advertising Awards, you're in a wonderful place. If you have done the American Advertising Awards, you're probably going to hear a lot of information you already know, but it's never bad to, to get a refresher. Welcome to American Advertising 101. Um, I am Sophie Rogers, and I am the American Advertising Awards Chair for District 10. So supposedly, I'm supposed to know everything. <laughs> With that, I will say this is my first year doing it. I've had so much fun. I've really loved this position, and I've done a lot of learning. Now, with that... Um, if you have a question about something, please jump in and ask it. And if I don't know the answer, I will do everything I can to find that answer for you. So let's just start at the beginning. What are the American Advertising Awards? The American Advertising Awards is an annual competition that recognizes excellence in advertising and marketing. Pretty short, pretty sweet. Basically, if it fits into the realm of advertising and marketing, this is the competition for that. The awards celebrate creative excellence in various categories, including print advertising, digital advertising, broadcast, integrated campaigns, and more. And I'm putting a lot of emphasis on that and more, because like I said, if it's part of advertising, we've probably got a spot for it in the competition. So if you're sitting there and you're like, this does this really fit? I'm going to go ahead and tell you it probably does. We have something that you could, a category you can submit whatever you're thinking about to. So it is the advertising industry's largest and most prestigious competition organized by the American Advertising Federation. I always emphasize prestigious and largest, and here's why. There are lots of advertising competitions, um, but in terms of national and even international um, recognition, this is the one that most everybody knows off the top of their head. Um, you know how like when you go to IMBD and you see um, 
actors win all sorts of awards, but really you only recognize the Academy Awards or maybe a SAG Award or something. This is the Academy Awards of advertising. This competition is open to individuals, agencies, and corporations across the United States. So freelance, in-house branding, ad agencies, as long as you're doing advertising, we want you here. The competition is divided into three tiers, your local district, your local tier, the district tier, and the national tier. Right now, most of us are gearing up for our local competition. Um, I will go into more about the forwarding process, but currently everyone is looking at their local competition, followed by the district, which will be D10. So for us, you would be competing against Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas. I forgot my own state. Um, and then after that, it proceeds to national if you keep moving forward. That is what the American Advertising Awards are. Um, so to put a little bit of an emphasis on it, in terms of prestige, the thing that makes the American Advertising Awards valuable to your resume, your portfolio, whatever it may be, is it has that national recognition. So I have a few graphic design awards from some local competitions, from some Southern competitions and such. However, if I decide to move to, say, Washington, um, those in those industry professionals might not know know what an, uh, what those awards are. But I would bet you that most people in the advertising community, no matter where you're at, will know what an American Advertising Award is. So that's a lot of the value there. Why are they important? Ta-da! Winning an Addy Award is a significant achievement. Actually, I'm going to put a pin. going to put a pin. You might have heard some of us call them the Addies, the Triple A's, the American Advertising Awards, etc. So here is the legal and definition, basically. We prefer to call them the American Advertising Awards. That is what they are legally called. You will probably hear a lot of us slip up and call them the Addies. That's just some old school stuff that we're trying to work our way out of. The Addy is actually the award. So a lot of people will call them the Addies, but just know they are talking about the American Advertising Awards and the Addy is the trophy. So that might get a little confusing, but AAAs um, and Addies, people will call them that. But remember, American Advertising Awards is, is its Christian name. Okay, so. All right, pin. Why are they important? Winning an Addy Award is a significant achievement in the advertising industry and can provide recognition and validation for the creative work of individuals and agencies. It is also the most recognized industry award in the nation. So I kind of touched on that about you can pretty much go anywhere in any realm of advertising. They're going to know what an American Advertising Award is, whereas they might not understand what other awards are. Um, the awards serve as a platform to showcase and promote innov innovative and effective advertising campaigns, helping to establish industry standards and benchmarks. So as you can probably guess, this award sets the standard. So I don't know how many times I have looked over the winner's books from years past and received, um, inspiration or created ideas or thought, wow, that was really excellent how they executed this or that, making me want to step up my own work. So a lot of people look to what's winning in the American Advertising Awards to compare what they need to be doing as an agency or creative or insert here. 
Um, so it really, we need as much competition in this realm so that we can continue to set that level of excellence and that be surrounded within American Advertising Federation. We want our names to correlate together with excellence. The AAA can boost the reputation and credibility of advertising professionals and agencies, making them more attractive to potential clients and employers as it demonstrates an individual's ability to produce high quality work. Okay, so I actually want to tell two little stories here talking about the importance of the American Advertising Awards. So um, first one is going to be a personal story. So one of the first jobs that I ever applied for, I was so excited. I desperately needed it. I was a little underqualified, just a touch. Um, so I was I was coming with my A game, guns a blazing. So I had my iPad and, you know, obviously I had rehearsed the interview process and showing my portfolio to the interview, to the person interviewing me, like in my mirror of practice, I've practiced, I've practiced, I'm ready. I'm, you know, so I go in, I sit down, I'm ready. And my iPad just does not compute. It goes, oh, is this, is this an important time? I'm going to just not work right now. So obviously I'm internally like screaming and throwing up. Um, but here's the thing. You know, I'm I'm going, well, let me just talk to you about strategy and let me try rebooting my iPad real quick. And the person who's interviewing me goes, you know what? I've seen your work at the American Advertising Awards Gala. I've seen what you can do. Um, and I have a I have a emailed copy anyway, but I know you're good. I've seen how many trophies you've won. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't I don't know what happened, but the universe aligned. So there's one story and that's a personal one. And just so y'all know, I am currently still in that job. Um, so there's story one, story two. I we were vetting an advertising agency in Memphis. Right. And we went in to go and, you know, vet them and just have a conversation about what we were going to be needing. And I look over in the lobby and there's this um, industrial garbage like dumpster and in this very nice chic lobby. And I go in and I look and it is just filled with best of show and special judges and just all of these gold addies filled and filled and filled. And they were like, yeah, we're about on our fourth one in the past five years, you know, something crazy. And while you might be like, okay, why are you telling me about this garbage can full of Addy awards? Um, the, the, the story behind it, cause I had a little plaque is, you know, they celebrate that day and then they want to move forward. They don't want to hang on to those, to that success. But for me, as a client, here I am looking at a giant dumpster full of Addies. And I'm immediately like, these people know what they're doing. We need to hire these people. Um, so maybe I'm not saying you have to show your Addies in a dumpster, but displaying them just by displaying them. I already came in as a client ready to partner with these people. So um, why are they important? Bragging rights. That's why they're important. <laughs> Also, this is another extra one. I know all of us who live in the advertising world, we um, advertising and marketing world, we struggle because we need a we need a support group, honestly, because everyone thinks they can do their job, our jobs better than we can. 
Um, most people, it's hard for marketing folks to kind of show the ROI on what we're doing. A really great way to do that, when you go to work after the gala and you go, hey, by the way, um, here's all the awards we've we've won. You know, that also is a great uh, snapshot to your employer or higher ups. Judging. Let's talk about judging. So who are these judges that are telling me that my life's work is bad or not? So judges for every tier of the competition, local, district, and national, are selected every year. So they're not going to be the same judges. And they have exhibited a mastery level, a master level of understanding of the advertising industry. So we're not just getting people off the street. These are people who have a, a pretty extensive resume. Um, and, uh, like I said, these are, these are the professionals that you care about how they feel about your work. The judges change every year. Additionally, the judges may not judge entries in areas they are familiar with. So what that means is I couldn't, so I'm from Northeast Arkansas. I will never be a judge for Northeast Arkansas probably. Or maybe if I moved away for 20 years and I had no idea what anyone in Northeast Arkansas was doing, maybe in that situation. So that's why when you're looking at the judges' rosters, there's never going to be anybody who you would really be familiar and be like, oh, so-and-so worked on this project. I remember them showing me that, or I remember seeing this or something like that. So um, how are they selected? Judges are selected through AAF networks and databases. So we have lots and lots of um, forms and judging pools where we can kind of pick and choose um, and create a team of judges, so to speak, um, that fit the area and match the niche levels of expertise we need. All judges must be experts in the advertising industry. So since this is a multifaceted competition, while, okay, so obviously I'm a graphic designer, I'm going to know graphic design a little bit better than the others. But I still have to have a, a good understanding of the other facets. So I still need to have working knowledge of videography and copywriting and campaign development. So um, they need to know what they're doing. The American Advertising Awards chair is responsible for selecting a varied, diverse, and unbiased group of judges to ensure ultimate fairness for the competition. So in this situation, I would... Most of the time when I am personally trying to pick judges, I'm looking at area because, you know, if I get a judge from Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee and Florida, you know, they might not be super familiar with what we're doing here, but that's kind of all the same mentality. You know, you've got a kind of a same group. So I might try to hit the corners. Then I'm also going to look at racial diversity, um, gender diversity, uh, sexual diversity. Basically, we want a representation of every point of view that we can get within like four judges, which is sometimes hard, but we do our best. Um, it's also good to consider if you are in an area that will have a lot of bilingual marketing. For example, I know for D10, it is very crucial for me to make sure I have a bilingual judge that speaks Spanish for some of these judges. So also review kind of what's happening in your area to make sure that the, every entry gets a fair chance. So how are entries judged? That's a great question. Um, so I want to preface everything I speak on about judging with do keep in mind that 
as we all know with advertising, there's not ever really a right and wrong answer. There are better solutions, yes, but there's nothing wholly wrong. And additionally, different targets view things differently. Obviously, we are instructing our judges to judge fairly, to be unbiased. But at, at some point, there is a human element to the judging, um, which is the same for any advertising. So how are entries judged? Each entry is judged solely on the individual piece and the category the piece is submitted to. What does that mean? Pieces in the same category are not compared to each other. So let's say I, in the Northeast Arkansas competition, there are 10 logo entries. So I've got 10 logos that need to be judged. Each one of those logos is judged on its own, meaning as a judge, they will look at that logo, they'll assess it as a logo, and they will give that logo an individual score. And depending on what that score is, they will either receive a gold, a silver, and in some cases, this is a local category thing. I, you know, in some cases, it might win like an honorable mention or something of the sort. If all 10 logos are worthy of a gold, all 10 logos are winning a gold simultaneously. If all 10 logos are awful, they're not going to win anything. So you are not competing directly against necessarily other entries in your category. You are just being judged individually. Now, this does change when we start talking about best of show and special judges, but I'll save that for the end. What can the judge see? This is a very common question because... When you go through the submission process, which I'll walk through here in a moment, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot. So what does the judge actually end up seeing? Um, so the entries are completely anonymous. The judges have no idea who submitted them. They can see the category. So if you've submitted into logo design or print design or whatever, and the files you upload. So when you upload a file or upload a link, that's what they can see. Um, I believe they can also see if it's pro bono or not, but that's really getting in the weeds. But just so you know, they know the category and that's what they're basing off of. Entries are scored on a one to 100 scale. Now, this is the standard, but really each competition sets it up themselves um, depending on the number of entries. Here's the standard. The standard is if you score an 85 to 100, that's considered a gold, usually in the ballpark of, roughly. <laughs> 70 to 85 is a silver. Since each entry is scored individually, it is possible to have multiple awards per category. So kind of like I said, you could have 10 gold logos, you could have no gold logos. You could have one gold logo and three silver and none of the others place. Additionally, there's usually a best of show, mosaic awards, special judges awards, and other local level awards. So basically, the best of show, kind of self-explanatory, the judges will get together and they'll go, this is our best of show. So that's in in essence, it is a first place, so to speak. Um, but uh, not exactly. And then a lot of people do special, special judges or judges choice. And um, that, you know, sometimes depending on your numbers, each judge picks a, picks a piece that they're like, this is extra special. This is my judge's choice. Or, you know, if you don't have as many um, entries, you know, you might say, we're going to also offer two special judges. 
uh, and the special judges is commonly kind of like a collective second place, so to speak, of the whole competition. Awesome awards. And then there's the Mosaic Awards, which um, I will do a very high level on the Mosaic Awards. It is the piece that promotes diversity, inclusion, and equity in the competition. Now, you already hit it. You know, if it's an entry that needs to be agreed upon by all of the judges, similar to your best in show, whoever your mosaic winner is, they all need to be in agreement and it needs to exemplify uh, excellence and diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility, belonging. Um, other than that, I would recommend maybe using D10's Mosaic website if companies have specific questions. Um, but generally, folks, at, at least in Dallas, are pretty eager to enter themselves and their clients in this uh, area. Um, so I found just the biggest issue is making sure that your judges are all in agreement on uh, on this one. And for us, we try and find a local artist to literally like uh, paint our D trophy each year. Um, the artist is supposed to be someone from a diverse background um, who is ideally passionate about advancing DEI initiatives. Um, but there's a lot of fun things I think that you can do locally. And of course, anyone that wins your local mosaic uh, AAA award is a great person to enter into district's mosaic awards as well. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for letting me put you on the spot. I would be lying if I didn't say that was partially to get more information and partially to let me have one minute to not be talking. So not a problem. I'm thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. So those are your mosaic awards. I don't know if this is just us, but we tell our judges, if you really hate something, square to 60. Don't go all the way down to like a zero or a 10 because we, I don't know if other clubs do this, but we kind of curve our scores once everything's said and done and judged. And I've seen that if, even if we have five judges, like if four of them really liked it and one person hated it and gave it a zero, it can just really make things wonky on the back end. Absolutely. We just give our judges the guideline or the guidance. If you really hate something, just score to 60. And we make, we understand what that means. I think, I think that's what I told the, I think I told the district judges 50 or something. Like I, I said, yeah. So exactly what Jimmy said, um, when you're talking to your judges, if they are like, this is offensive to my eyes, tell them to score it a 50, 60, something that, you know, it's not going to just mess up your curving. Cause there is going to, there are going to be situations when you look at the final scores and you've got, you've got to create the break. Because it's like, okay, so I've got a 83.2 and 83.3 and 83.2. So then you kind of have to go, okay, where is my break between gold and silver? So if as long as there is kind of a universal, this is my, this is garbage score, it helps a lot. How do I submit? Entries are submitted virtually. Woo! We, um... In this one instance, I am thankful for our uh, work from home uh, virtual culture because it's really helped the American Advertising Awards process, especially on the student side. So in, in years past, you would have to physically submit your pieces printed and it was a mess. And yeah, I don't know about y'all, if you've ever been a struggling college kid, and one Office Max run can completely deplete all of your funding for the whole month. So 
Yay, they're all submitted virtually. So I do have a link to the submission portals. I will go to that later. Um, and what categories are there? And I've linked here the student rule book and the professional rule book. Um, like we will touch on that after I get done with the presentation. I'm going to come back and we're going to look through all this. So what do I submit? That's a great question. The advertising awards is virtual only and you can upload multiple files and URLs to show your work. Again, we will do look at this through the um, upload portal. Each each category has a different number of files you can submit. I believe this is fine because no one has swatted my hand on it. Keeping that in, in mind. Usually the way I do it just for the ease of the judge is if I've got like a campaign or something that has multiple, you know, it's got multiple graphics, it's got a website, all that. I try to just condense all of it into one PDF document and upload that one file. But you have multiple file uplinks. Um, and such to submit. But in terms of what do I submit, we'll look at the categories. But as I said, really, if it belongs in advertising, we've got a category for it. We might have to do a little finagling, but we've got a category for it. Um, various notes. These are just kind of random little notes that I thought of. So entries must have been produced within the past year. For this year's competition, all work had to be produced between January 2023 and December 2023. So um, that's a big one. You know, it uh, just make sure it's within the past year. So you can't pull out something that you really like that you did four years ago that you never submitted. That, that's not cool. All work must be real work that was made for a client. No spec work, except for students. Y'all's stuff does not have to be for a client. Um, it has to be for... Um, you know, while you're in school. So in terms of the real work, not spec work, if I'm a freelancer and for my portfolio, I decided to just, I don't know, rebrand Tide or Coke. Don't know why I would do that. But if I did, I can't submit that because it wasn't really for a um, client. Um, so this is one that gets a lot of people. For goodness sake, come on. Okay. Best of show is determined from all gold winning submissions not the top scoring piece. This one throws a lot of people for a loop because they're like, and again, I do want to also say this is not a hard and fast rule. If your club decides, you know what, we just want to give best of show to the top one, you can, but that's not always exactly what wins best of show. So some of y'all might be going, okay, that's the obvious choice, right? Well, as somebody who has judged, I can say, you know, you go through phases in your judging and you you usually do go back and look at some of those scores you did earlier. But, you know, they're, again, human element. So I don't know how many times I've been listening to judges for Northeast Arkansas and I'll be like, OK, here is the gold winning um, award. Here's the gold winning uh, submissions. And I'll do them in alphabetical order. and they won't even talk about the one that they technically all scored the highest because it didn't leave or, you know, maybe one judge thought it was super low. Basically they just have to agree. So I think another really good example of it is some advertising is more effective. Um, and maybe there is a technicality on it. Like, Oh, the, the kerning, the spacing is not as solid, but as a piece of advertising, this is a better example of quality advertising. That's why we do it that way. 
Um, so I know a lot of people kind of go, why wouldn't it be the top scoring piece? Again, human element. You want to have a time to review all the pieces. But for your special judges, those can be from gold or silver. So that, that's a good note. All gold Addy winners will be auto-forwarded to the district level. So if you're sitting at your gala and you have won a gold Addy, congratulations. Your work ends there. That piece is going to automatically be forwarded to district where it will be compete where it will compete against all four states. Silver Addy winners. Now you can forward to the next entry to the next level. The only thing is you are required to pay your forwarding fee. Um, silver professional winners are hundred bucks and you're more than welcome to pay that forwarding fee. Remember advertising is subjective and different judges have different perspectives. When we did have bronze Addy awards, I, um, we, we no longer have bronze Addy awards, but I remember I had a bronze winning logo for the local. I forwarded it because I was like, by goodness, this is good work. I want, I was like, I'm, I'm happy for it. And it ended up winning a silver at district. So just keep in mind, and that is not an uncommon story. This is the, this next note is the one that throws folks for a loop-de-loop. You cannot submit the same piece to the same category to multiple competitions. For some of y'all, I know we've got lots of places that are kind of interliers in between two local clubs, and they might be tempted to submit to both clubs. There is a workaround where you can do that, but generally speaking, you have to submit to the closest club to you. A lot of clubs, if they're aware there's a situation where there's some cities in between where the two clubs are um, and they have already communicated with each other which clubs get what entries. Um, so if you are worried about that, you can always reach out. But just just know that generally speaking, it's whatever club is closest to you. You can submit the same piece to multiple categories. So if I had if I did a magazine spread. Um, I might want to submit that magazine to copywriting, magazine layout design, and maybe if I send it out, it's a direct mail piece too. Maybe I want to send it to all those. I am allowed to do that in one competition. What I'm not allowed to do is go, hmm, I'm kind of close to both of these clubs. I'm going to submit the same piece in both categories. You can't do that. Um, there is one workaround. I will get to that. So why is making sure you are submitting to the correct category so important? I'm going to give y'all a personal story. Uh, so I judged, I'm not going to say where, I judged a competition last year and I was, I was doing student category and I, there was a piece that was submitted that it was a videography piece. And when I say it, I don't know who these college kids were. It was one of the most beautifully shot pieces of cinema I've ever seen. Like I, I am calling it cinema, like a 24, where are they? They need to snatch these kiddos up. I noticed though, for the piece they were doing, it made no sense. The commercial made no sense. I watched it multiple times because I was just in awe of how beautiful it was shot. It was like a little piece of art, but literally it was just some random beautiful shots. And then a tagline and a logo at the very end. I never got it. So in terms of the for, in terms of the the commercial spot, I scored it pretty darn low. 
But then when it came to cinematography, because it was in the cinematography category too, I scored it a lot higher because as far as cinematography goes, stunning. I Beautiful. Um, so it's very, very important you stay aware of what um, category you're submitting in. So um, the only instance where it's okay to submit to multiple multiple um, competitions. So let's say you work at an advertising firm. And there's an average, there's a um, branch or, you know, in-house design, whatever. Let's say you're working for a company that has a branch in Dallas and a branch in Chicago. Okay. So y'all are both working together. You know, Dallas is handling this part of this campaign and Chicago office is handling this part of this campaign. So y'all are working back and forth. You know, you're getting it together. At that point, you have to choose. Am I submitting this to the Dallas competition or the Chicago competition? Because you cannot submit them to both. However, it is fine that you had two different agencies working on it if you're if you're working with with multiple branches. So that is fine. Um, you just have to make that decision. Okay. So at this point, that was really all I had to say in terms of talking. Um, the next thing I was going to do was just kind of walk through the submission process and how that works and take a brief look at the um, categories and stuff. Okay, Jimmy asked, how would we know if an agency submits the same piece to Dallas and Fort Worth? Is that something Open Water has the ability to, to detect? I'm going to be honest. I haven't had to deal with that. Austin has a really good suggestion. Open Water does not have the ability to detect something like that. Um but also, if that is something that your area really struggles with, um, I don't see why it wouldn't be a bad idea on your website to kind of make a note of that or to just, again, I'm not quite sure the volume of entries we're talking about. Um, this is the first time I've actually heard of this uh, rule or prohibition. <laughs> I feel like I probably should have known that by now. Um, so I don't think it's a big deal or I don't think it's a big issue. Just because it hasn't come up before, but I'm glad you covered it because I didn't know to be checking for that. Sophie, this came up several years ago in a company in Wichita Falls, which no longer has an ad club. They entered identical entries in both Fort Worth and Oklahoma City. And it wasn't caught until after Fort Worth or until Oklahoma City had done their judging. So there is no mechanism for detecting these without actually going through the awards and, and seeing if you, if you know there's somebody that there might be a problem with, and both these clubs know it now, it's something to look out for. But there is no mechanism that I know of to see this stuff. Right. Yeah, there's not. Um, which now everybody's like, hmm, they'll never catch me. Um, so, uh, but there's not, it's just, there is a level of good faith. Um, and, you know, you like Austin said, you can also just kind of check in if that's possible. Um notice one to make it to district or national because those judges are gonna see the same piece come from two different clubs. So there really is no way to get away with it. So don't try it because national and district will catch you in the next round. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then at that point we step in and we do what we gotta do. So um Rachel, I we can work on the dictionary. Hopefully, this categories page is actually 
might be something of a dictionary. So if with if unless everybody's good, I'm going to hop over and pretend to submit something. So earlier, this is at AF.org and this is linked in the presentation. And I'll be, I can email this presentation to the attendees afterwards. So no biggie there. Um but so this page basically has every single club available to submit to. So um, if your club has not sent out the link, you can also just go here and find your club. So um, the first thing you probably want to do before you go to, um, and again, this is all on the AAF.org website. Um, there's a tab for American Advertising Awards, and there's this wonderful tab called Resources. So under here is a lot of where you're going to find what you need. So the biggest ones for us are going to be these professional rules and categories, student rules and categories, and competition guidelines. So I've already got these pulled up. So there are slightly, chat, there are slightly different rules for students and um professionals. I am going to focus on the professionals mainly, but um, if you have any questions about the student level, um, feel free to ask me or refer to this booklet. Now, um, here is what we have in terms of a dictionary. So this is our um, professional categories books. So table of contents, you got it. This, if you are brand new, I would recommend fully downloading this and reading every word. It's going to help you out the most. So this talks about how to enter, your deadlines, eligibility requirements, real advertising, new creative, entry fees, all entries must. Documentation. Basically, we're going to talk about all of the different things. Public service. Um, there's a few different rules for public service stuff. Moving along, we will look at some of the categories. So each category is divided into multiple subcategories. So we've got categories like sales and marketing. Well, what does that include? Sales promotion. I'm not going to read this word for word, um, but we. I would just look through this list. And once you figure out pieces you want to submit, go through this, this list and kind of see where you fall in. Um, there's guerrilla marketing. There's uh setups for trade shows there's billboards there's websites and social media and um everything there's just a lot period there's a lot so the biggest thing to take out of this is there is usually different fees for so here i'm going to look right here let's say i'm looking at out of home posters so a single sheet advertising or promotional piece intended for mounting and display for product, service, or event, blah, blah, blah. So here's the big piece. You see how this says single unit and this piece says campaign? If you are submitting one poster design, one single poster, that is called a single entry. Usually it's cheaper. So let's say you did a campaign of four posters in one, like four posters for one unit. That is now a campaign. So you now will, instead of submitting to 018A, you would submit to 018B. So that's a big one. So just kind of decide, do I have multiple pieces or not? So again, all of these things are accessible at aaf.org and then under the American Advertising Awards tab. 
this is going to be the best thing you can do. And it's the closest thing we have to a dictionary, quite honestly. Um, so I'm going to move along and just quickly pretend I am submitting. So on this page, this is, whoops, one more, go back. So on this page, this is where we um, submitted, where you go to the club to submit. I've got Northeast Arkansas pulled up, got my my entries in. So I'm going to click submit professional entries because I'm not going to compete as a student. So, okay. Some of my stuff is already filled in. So this is pretty self-explanatory. We got to know who you are. Are you an AAF member? Address? Um, phone numbers. A lot of people ask, why do you need my phone number? Well, there's been situations where we need to call about an entry to make sure something's correct or incorrect. Do you want to add a secondary contact? No. So that's pretty self-explanatory. Save and next. So then this is where, um, where you will pick the category. And also, I feel like this is new, but maybe I've just never seen it in my years of submitting, if you would like to submit this entry to multiple categories, choose your category and then click add another category. So again, like if you had a commercial and you wanted it for cinematography and for a campaign, you just click um, add another category, which is pretty cool. So um, for me, because I've already reviewed the professional rule book, I know I'm about to submit sales and marketing piece of sales promotion and I'm submitting packaging. And it's going to be a single unit. So at this point, I could add another category if I want this to go to something else. Entry title. Um, if I can make a suggestion, try to utilize the title of your entry um, in a way that helps the judge understand what you're doing. So um, maybe uh, Ceramic Puppies Magazine. So it's a magazine about ceramic puppies, I've just decided. Um, and then you select the method of distribution just so we can kind of get an idea of how this needs to be effective. Um, and you select your language. Was this work done pro bono? Um, so if this was a public service category, we need to know this. Okay. Client information. If you did this on behalf of somebody else, um, you have to uh, put the client name. So for me, I'm going to just say my company was or. AFD10 was my client. Is this work your firm did on behalf of another agency? Nope, I did them here. If you did it on behalf of another agency, you click yes. Um, do you have internet or interactive entries to be judged? That's asking, do you got a URL? This is where you'd put your URL. You'd copy and paste the URL. Uploads. So here I would choose a file. Uh, I'm just going to pick something to upload. Who knows what I've downloaded? Here is a blog header. It's going to win. This is best of show. You can all go home. Okay. So I've uploaded my piece that I want judged. And if I had others, I could upload them. And here's even a video file. So as you can see, I can upload multiple files. That's why I just try to keep it in one neat PDF. That always helps me as a judge and me as an entrant. Um, and credits, this is super important. So if you worked on a team and you want everyone on that team to be recognized, you should list them here. So I would put like Sophie Rogers, graphic designer, Rebecca Person or whoever, you know, continue to add credits. Terms and conditions, this is where the legal part, I agree 
I confirm, I verify that the above information is accurate. Yes, acknowledge that proper rights were obtained for use of any elements of this entry that were not original. So did you use stock images that you actually paid for and didn't steal off the internet? Do you agree to submit a document, any documentation deemed necessary for review? So if we need to be like, hey, I sure as heck thought this was a commercial from 1997, we might need to check on that and release the entry for the internet broadcast in our print. Basically, we're going to use these pieces for advertising purposes for a competition. Um, we had a recent situation where there was a celebrity involved in one of the things that people wanted submitted, but that celebrity's um, team did not want us to use it for anything for the internet or broadcast. And we just said, sorry, if it gets submitted, it's, it's, we're going to use it. Um, so verify the entry was created within the local MSA of the competition. I actually don't know what that means. That's on me. Um, I understand that I may be required to provide proof of performance of my interest entries. So if there's anything that seems shady, we might say, Hey, can you prove that? And this is just you signing away your soul and life. I mean, just making sure that um, you agree to all those things. And then you click add to cart and then you'll go back and submit some more if you want. Okay, so we have about six minutes left. Um, if anyone has any questions, now's the time. I know that was a lot of information, especially if you have not done this year after year after year. Um, I will email this presentation with the links in the presentation um, to y'all's emails for those who've, who are here. Okay, so Jimmy just talked about some really cool software that I hope is real, um, but I I haven't heard about this. Um, I can definitely look into this. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it. So, Just curious. She mentioned it at, I don't know, some meeting last month. Um, so, yeah, if if there's a way to easily stream the the submissions, I would love that. Because uh, I know we always get pushback. Y'all don't display everything like you used to. Well, yeah, because it takes 15 hours to set up 600 displays, and it's just not feasible. I know that was a lot, and I know we've got some new folks on here that this is their first rodeo with American Advertising Federation and American Advertising Awards. Um, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but uh, generally speaking, the national awards, you know, the national awards are in April. So working back, you know, March is usually a district. We start knowing who wins at district. And usually in February is when local clubs tell you how you did generally. Um, how do you join? Okay, how to join American Advertising Federation. Um, so usually another great way to do that, and I can send this link. Hopefully not to interrupt, but all membership starts at the local level. Yes. So there. So you you know, make contact with your local club and you know, go from there. Okay. So here at the District 10, there is clubs and that um you can go here about club membership. How can I join? Perfect. So then you scroll down here and this is going to show you all the district clubs that you can join, including your um, add to club. So we've got some add to that's for usually college students if they've got an add to. But you can find your way to the District 10 page and then go to wherever it is you need to go. If you're trying to find which club you need to go to or if you're trying to direct somebody, um, that's a good place to go.
All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up because it's one o'clock. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. I'm going to send along at least the presentation, which will have all of these links and some of the helpful links. Um, I'll forward that to the attendees or the registrants of this meeting, and I will get with Angelo about posting the recording. So thank you all. Appreciate it. And y'all have a wonderful day. Many thanks to District 10 AAA Chair Sophie Rogers delivering the American Advertising Awards one-on-one for those who needed guidance or a refresher on the process. Don't we all? (laughs) It's true. We do. Hope you are participating in this year's American Advertising Awards wherever you are in District 10. This is an important event for you to be part of. And that's a wrap for this podcast. You have been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Do that and you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. Don't be afraid to, to share what you've heard today on social media as well. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Attention, Copyright 2024. I'm Ray Schellen.